penalty controversy for Shrewsbury and the Telford injury crisis eases. Meanwhile, a Shropshire non-league manager has stepped down. All this and more in today's pod. I'm Todd Nash and I'm here with uh, Shrewsbury Town reporter James Garrison. So we'll start with Shrewsbury and it was a, uh, a 1-0 loss to Swindon on uh, last Saturday. It was, Todd. Yeah, it was a really disappointing afternoon at the Greenhouse Meadow. Shrewsbury just never really got going against Paolo Di Cagno's side. They huffed and puffed a little bit first half, had a couple of half chances, but second half it was really, really disappointing. Town hardly... In fact, it's it's very difficult to remember a, a real save that the the town goalkeeper, uh, the Swindon goalkeeper, had to make in the in the second half. There was one half chance when Crossham substitute John Taylor almost crept over the line. But that apart, Shrewsbury never got going. The passing and the movement never got going at all. And, and in the end, they conceded the goal around fifteen minutes from time. Yeah, and it was also the return of James Collins to the Greenhouse Meadow. What was the reception like for him? Uh, mixed. Yeah, he, he got a, a decent reception both before the game and when, he, when he, he was withdrawn as a substitute just after the hour. During the game, as you would expect, there was a few, there was a few boos flying around. But no, no, he, he, he played pretty well. There was one astonishing miss that he, he uh, conjured up just before half-time uh, when he was effectively left with virtually an open goal. There was Darren Jones, Shrewsbury Town defender, putting some pressure on, but it was almost a, an open goal and he somehow managed to blaze it over from five yards. But that apart, it was a typical Collins performance. He was tidy, strong, uh, uh, and you can see he's, he's, he's still very much a decent player. Well, at least he didn't come back and score no. as uh, former players so often seem to do these days. And uh, Tuesday night, uh, Town went off to Brentford and they picked up a decent away point, didn't they? But it was marred by some penalty controversy at the end. Very much so, Todd. It, on the face of it, it was, a, it was a good away point and I'm sure had Graham Turner and his squad been offered a point at quarter to eight, they may well have taken it. But yeah, there was a real bitter feeling at the full-time whistle again. Not for the first time in the last sort of twelve or eighteen months, should be find themselves on the wrong end of a big refereeing decision, uh, or a big linesman decision, really, because the referee Tim Robinson actually gave Shrewsbury a penalty with, again around about fifteen minutes to go. It was nil nil at the time, and a Marvin Morgan shot was blocked by Brentford defender Tony Craig. Immediately, everybody went up, thought penalty for for, for, for handball. The referee gave it. Uh, uh, Matt Richards had almost put the ball on the spot and was ready to take it when the referee went over to consult his linesman and somehow reversed the decision and, and gave a corner. I'm not entirely sure why he did that. The referee had the best view. The linesman was looking at it side on and it was an awkward view for him. The linesman obviously created some doubt in the referee's mind, but I would have thought if the referee had given the penalty originally, there was no doubt in his mind anyway. So... A real strange one. It, it was Robinson's first League One game, and he didn't really cover himself glory with that incident. And obviously, it left Shrewsbury a little angry at what had happened. Yeah, it sounds like it was a bit of a strange one. But uh, Town will be hoping for better luck when they make their first trip to the Keepmote this weekend. Yeah, another big, uh, an- an- another big game for Shrewsbury. They're all, they're all big games, aren't they? But yeah, they head to the Keepmote for a game against the Doncaster side relegated from the Championship last year. If Shrewsbury play as well as they did on Tuesday. That they they've got every chance of returning with at least a point, maybe all three. I thought they were they were much better on Tuesday night than they had been in the previous two or three games. There was more zip, intensity, and urgency about their passing and movement, and they caused problems all the way through. And certainly had the better chances, and and, and may well have run out winners at Brentford. So I'm sure Graham Turner's message will be go out and p- perform the same, and, and the results will come. And speaking of Mr Turner, it's a uh, it's a happy day for him, hopefully. Uh, 65 today, so many happy returns to uh, Graham Turner today. Yeah, very much so, Todd. It's a great effort to still be 
still be managing at that at that age, isn't it? I know Sir Alex Ferguson's still going at 70, 70, 70, I think he is at the moment, but you don't get too many managers still going at retirement age. So, yeah, many congratulations to Graham, and I'm sure he's still got a few years left in the uh, left in the game yet. Yeah. yeah, and we hope we get a winner to mark that birthday today. Um, tomorrow, even, sorry. Uh, we'll move on to Telford now, and they picked up a point last weekend uh, against Gateshead, and Ryan Young was the star man, by all accounts. Yeah, by all accounts, he was absolutely excellent in the North East Young. He's had a... He's had a it's been a fantastic servant, hasn't he, for Telford over a number of years. He, he's he been almost a common denominator since Telford reformed in 2004. And, yeah, again, at the weekend, he, he came up trumps. He made four or five fantastic saves, uh, highlighted by a penalty with five minutes to go, which earned Telford a, a point. It was a really good point, wasn't it, because they've had so many injury problems. They've depleted. They were down to four subs at Gateshead last week, so... Andy Sinton's squad has been stretched to breaking point, but they're continuing to, continuing to churn out results. They haven't won in six, but I don't think that's a, a bad reflection on, on, on Telford at all. That they, they, They've got some good results against some strong teams, and, and that was another case in point last week. Yeah, and the injury crisis does seem to be easing a little bit ahead of uh, tomorrow's trip to or uh, game against Woking at home, I should say. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, there is some signs of uh, a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Ryan Valentine's back in training, Chris Sharp's back in training, and... And Jake Reed's back in training as well. So whether any of those will be sort of ready to start, I guess, after being injured for so long, that remains to be seen. But, yep, there's certainly a sign that Andy Sinton's getting a few players back. And I know there's a few more just behind them as well. So hopefully it won't be long before he's having to leave players out of the squad rather than just having to select what he's got. Yeah, indeed. And uh, to move on to non-league, um, and Schiffnall lost the manager this week. Yeah, a bit of a surprise. The... The West Midlands League Premier Division side changed their managers in the summer. Matt Flanagan departed and in came Sean Hughes and Darren Spittle to to take it over at the Phoenix Park helm. And, uh, and Sean stepped down. I've spoke to him earlier in the week and it's very much a case of, of family and personal reasons that he's, he's taking the decision. He's disappointed. He, he manages the ploughing on a Sunday. We're a very successful top of the Sunday League team. But yeah, he's disappointed. It was his first crack at Saturday football. Unfortunately, he's had to bring it to to an end, and that leaves Darren Spittle at the at the helm. He had a good start on Wednesday night. They went to Black Country Rangers and drew three three against the league leaders, coming from behind on each time. So, I think they go to Dudley Sports tomorrow, which is a, a another tough game. But I'm sure uh, Darren's looking forward to it, and ready to try and get three points. Yeah, well, we wish Sean all the best as we do to a, uh, a former podcast regular, Alex James, who uh, who's moving on. Yeah, he's. Uh, Hanging up his uh, Shropshire Star pen for the for the final time on Monday. I think he's been with the company maybe five or six years, and he's moving up to to Lancashire to start a new exciting challenge up there. So yeah, I echo that. We wish Alex well. Great, and uh, as we do to all the Shropshire teams this weekend, as usual, and we'll be back next week for the podcast. <laughs>